Over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. Well, let's get them done. Let us do what we can to help you to get it done around your house, home, castle, or cabin. The website's up all the time, rosieonthehouse.com. Radio broadcast is on live three hours a week every Saturday morning. If you'd like to talk us through your project or dilemma, we'd be happy to do that with you. It's a toll-free phone call, one 767 Auto attendant picks up. You just push one, and that redirects you straight into our call screening studio here at the Mothership Broadcast Station. Text 411923 or email info, I-N-F-O, at com. Have a number of them there that we'll get to through the course of today's broadcast. Covered a lot of ground so far. One of the things we cover every week is we have uh, our adorable Miss Jen Gura at the office. Look into the Google Analytics of our website, and she tells us what's the one thing in the website that more people were looking for information on than anything else. And I'm really sad to announce what that was last week. Really sad to announce. The number one thing y'all were looking for answers to at Rosie on the House last week is if my home is in the area of a fire, a brush fire, a forest fire, an incident fire, but my home did not burn, but it got filled with the odor of smoke. It's all I can smell in my house. Now, these inquiries came from homes along the foothills of the Catalinas, came from a few listeners in the Tonto Basin area, and this past week came from a lot of people in the East Mesa, Goldfield, Apache Junction area. So I wanted to reach out to one of our Rosie on Now certified smoke and fire and water restoration companies, Kowalski Construction, and we convinced Jason Todd, the emergency service manager for Kowalski, to join us and kind of help us talk through this homeowner concern. So let's bring Jason into the conversation, joining us by phone. Good morning, Jason. Good morning, Rosie. All right. Well, I know uh, y'all deal with this all the time. Uh, The house, I mean, sometimes the house next door burns. And your house is filled with smoke. But what do you do when your home is so close to one of these incident grass fires, brush fires, that all you can smell and you're quarantined at your house? I mean, you've got this smell of smoke permeating every single thing about your life. What's a homeowner's options, Jason? So the best option is this is going to be covered under your homeowner's insurance. Oh. Uh, this is a secondary incident. Uh, you guys can turn this into insurance for a claim. Without any fire damage to your property, this odor problem becomes home, a homeowner's claim, a potential homeowner's claim. 
Yes, sir. Now, if this is going to be a secondary damage um, a caused by the initial fire um, that is for a wildfire or a house fire. Okay. So I know taking the clothes out of my closet and throwing it through the dish, the, the dishwasher, throwing it through the washing <laughs> machine isn't going to get the job done. I mean, that odor's infiltrated the flooring, the furniture, the drapery, the mattresses, and it, and even washing your clothes, it doesn't get rid of the smell. When I come home from a, from a, a weekend of camping, uh, Jennifer's got to wash my clothes three or four or five times before it gets rid of the smoke. How do you professionals tackle this job? So we use um, we use a product uh, that specifically uses chemicals to attack those odors. Now you got to think about fire and what is actually burning um, in those fires. So as typical like a house fire, there's going to be a lot of plastics. There's going to be a lot of uh, chemicals that are going to be in that smoke that's going to penetrate through your clothes, through your carpets, through your uh, upholsteries, um, and that is where we as professionals have to use certain products uh, to attack those types of chemicals to, to release them out, out of the fabrics. And I mean, that, that isn't something that's generally available for the do it yourselfer. I mean, you really do. need. I mean, I've seen y'all's facility. I mean, you actually bring people's clothes back to y'all's facility. You have like this large odor cooking oven closet (laughs) thing that, Furniture, draperies, mattresses, clothes. I mean, how long do you keep them in this little app, this giant apparatus? So what we do is we wash the clothes first into our big commercial washer. Um, and in that way, it gets rid of 99% of the smoke, uh, soot smell. Okay. Now from there is we use, we go and we dry the clothes, but we also, and we also are going to ozone or gas these uh, items that are going to, one step further and eliminate those odors. Same thing that we do in a house fire uh, when we want to get rid of the soot odor um, that is in the house itself when we do a fire damage, um, we also do the same process as that. So, and it breaks everything down and we use ozone or a gas treatment or hydroxyl to, um, to combat those odors. Because once you've vacated the, the residence of all the porous surfaces that can be treated, I mean, this odor, it's infiltrated the flooring. It's infiltrated the cabinet woodwork. It's infiltrated uh, the, the any any wood. It, it, it infiltrates any place in the drywall that it may have been in need of a little paint. I mean, you've got right. to treat so every single surface. Every single surface gets treated. So the, basically the, the rule of thumb with, with uh, soot, soot is going to go to the coldest place. And it's going to migrate and it's going to go to the coldest place. The coldest place could be a next door neighbor's house. It could be, you know, in drawers. It could be in cabinets. It could be, you know, coldest place you know, is going to be in the walls. Um, that's where that soot is going to travel. And that's what it's going to stick to. And how about ductwork and the A-coil? And, ductwork. You know. Again, it's cold, cold places and that's where it's traveled. That's why it also attracts the metal. Metal is cold. Metal is going to attract to those metals. It's doable. Now, in my experience, we had the Rio Verde fire of the 90s, massive fire that brushed across North Scottsdale. You drive out there now, and there's still some standing mesquite skeletons, but the forest basically looks pretty good. The Bush fire that just finished burning basically all of Four Peaks and mm-hmm. Slate 
Canyon and everything. It's going to be a generation before that comes back. And if my house is in that area, how long do I have to combat just the residual odor in the environment? In the environment, that could be up. I mean, that, that that's going to be up to Mother Nature to see how, how much rain that we also get um, and combat those odors, how much of the vegetation grows back. Um, I mean, with that being said, it's going to be it's going to take a while and it could take up to six to six months to a year until those odors actually kind of dissipate um but the house itself we can take care of those houses again uh you want to be able to to clean up the the outside of the house also as much as possible um to get it away from the house and get the odors away from the house um and then you also want to be safe that you want to wipe your feet don't wear your shoes inside um and that way it, it combats those odors and it doesn't, you don't track them into the house like after you've cleaned them. Well, this was the number one inquiry at Rosie on the House this week by Arizona homeowners. How, if my house was not destroyed by the fire, can I overcome the overwhelming odor of the smoke? We invited Jason Todd, the emergency service manager of Kowalski Construction, to share with you hope that it can be done. Jason, if someone wanted to reach out to Kowalski for more information, how would they do that? Um, you'd call our main server. Our main number is 602-944-2645. Fantastic. Jason, thanks. I know, I know Saturday's your day off. Thanks for, for compromising and sacrificing a little of that family time to share with oh. our Arizona homeowners this important information. Thank you, sir. I really appreciate it, and uh, thanks to your listeners. Okay, bud. Let's get to our first call. Grant in Moon Valley wants to talk about a concrete driveway. Welcome to the pro- program, Grant. What you working on? Hi. Uh, thanks for taking my call and love the show. Um, I'm looking for, and I've looked on rosieonthehouse.com, and I've looked a couple other places, and I can't seem to find somebody to add to my driveway. I have, a, I have an RV spot on the side of my driveway, and I'd like to either add a, you know, like a triangle piece of concrete or, um, or just slab the whole thing, and, and I can't seem to find anybody. I keep finding uh, concrete repair guys and stuff like that, but nobody that just does the driveways. Are you yeah, sure you want concrete and not pavers? Uh, I'm not. Okay. I'm not sure of that. I, I, uh, I, I already have concrete. Like okay. the, you know, The whole RV side is is concrete and so i was thinking just for the same look i just add concrete okay you got something to write with i Don't. i do hang on <laughs> tick tock tick tock and concrete is hard <laughs> it is really hard to find somebody that does small jobs small concrete jobs especially right. in moon valley where everything's vertical <laughs> <laughs> is this a steep driveway grant no, it's it's not steep, but it's not. Um, it's not flat either. I mean, it is slanted. It, okay. It's not steep at all, but it is slanted a little bit, which is why I can't do it myself. Okay, all right. I want you to call Ace. That's his nickname. I was gonna give his number off the air because he's gonna hate us for giving it on air. Well, he's pretty busy right now, so he ain't gonna be able to get to you right away. But call Ace at six zero two five zero nine zero eight three six. He's one of our Rosie certified handyman contractors servicing the Phoenix metro area. He's my oldest employee. He's the first employee I ever hired back in 1988. So you'll like Ace. He's a good man. I'm Ace. 
Rosie at the Solid Rock Foundation. You may know it as Alice Cooper's ministry to the youth of the Phoenix metro area. Alice, you've, you've been a community giver for a long time. Can't thank you enough. Tell us a little bit about Solid Rock, and then I want to talk chocolate milk. Okay. Because uh, when I think of Alice Cooper, I think chocolate milk. <laughs> uh, the idea behind this whole thing, I grew up in Phoenix, and I've been here 50 years. And I have seen the growing problem on the street. Uh, teenagers have a tendency, if they have too much time on their hand, to get a lot of trouble. Uh, if they're playing guitar, bass, drums, anything like that, we said, why don't we provide that? Give them a chance to pick up a guitar or to go into dance and learn how to dance or to learn how to this and this. So basically, we get, we're giving them an opportunity they never had before. And what that does is it dissuades them from what's going on on the street, which you know is not always good. So come on in and find your talent. So kids come in here and they just go, I don't know, I'll pick up a guitar. And, and all of a sudden they go, oh, wait a minute, I can play three chords. And I tell them, well, you can play any Ramon song then, you know. <laughs> or ACDC, you've, got, you've learned two more chords, you've got ACDC. And, and honestly, if they can't do that, they, they go to bass or they go to drums. And all of a sudden they go, ooh, I like that. Now they get addicted to that rather than what's on the road, on the street. And uh, it could be dance, it could be art, it could be this, it could be communications, it could be photography, it could be anything. But come on in and find your talent and we'll nurture it for you. And it's a no cost uh, uh, facility for the team. How do you fund this thing? Well, that's the idea. We wanted to make it free. And we get every kind of kid in here. We get, you know, we say everybody's welcome, 13 to 20. Everybody is welcome. We don't care what your religion, your race, your creed, whatever you are, you are welcome. Um, And the only way that we do fund it is, uh, of course, we get a lot of donations from people. But we have the golf tournament, which, which does very well for us. Now, this year we couldn't. But all of a sudden, we got the milk bottle. And all of a sudden, this becomes an explosion. People are buying these and collecting them. And it just turned into something that's now become uh, a lifesaver for us. Uh, they're an Arizona company. We support anything Arizona. You know that. And what I love about it is this, is that the bottle is not a carton. It's collectible. It's something that you keep you can sign it. You can put it on a thing. And it's, got, it's all American. It's got an all-American kind of feel to it. Now, Kevin, uh, there's going to be global demand. How are you going to ship chocolate milk around the world? Well, we're not going to sh- ship chocolate milk, but we're going to, like you said, it's a collectible. So um, we're going to ship empty bottles around the world. And that's going to be uh, available at danzeisanddairycooper.com. You'll be able to go and order it. Um, and then, you know, have the proceeds of those bottles that we ship out will come here to the teen center. So uh, the whole goal is to raise as much money as we possibly can. Well, what a great way to do it. Who would know chocolate milk would ever fund an event like this? And I go ahead. The incredible thing is it's the best chocolate milk you've ever tasted. <laughs> I have never had one person that opened it up went, this is the best chocolate milk I've ever had in my life. So, I mean, on top of it being collectible, you don't want it to go away because it's, it's the best chocolate milk you've ever tasted. Now, while we're all sitting around the table here, Miss Cheryl, Alice, Kevin, Melanie, Rosie would like to ask Alice a personal favor. I've been working 
on his parents, Clayton and Gail, for years to make whole butter milk. <laughs> now, Thank now, Miss Cheryl, Miss Cheryl, couldn't we come up with a morning breakfast buttermilk biscuit recipe that would just be killer? That would be amazing. That would be, and also salad dressing. You can't make great salad salad dressing without buttermilk. Yeah. Little salt, pepper, buttermilk. My dad, when I when I was a kid, my dad used to get ice cold buttermilk, put salt and pepper on it. This is a Detroit thing, and it was the most tasty thing I've ever had in my life. And I remember the glasses would also have the you know the, the streaks going down from the butter, and it was real buttermilk, and. You know, I wouldn't eat, I wouldn't drink it now because of uh, but but you need a buttermilk biscuit or a, or a buttermilk pancake. Yeah, Alice, I know you don't remember. Cheryl, I don't I don't know if you remember, but I built your second story edition uh, uh, back in the nineties, uh, and I understand that may have to be remodeled into a, a nursery for grandchildren now. You can you can get that nursery done if you can talk them into creating some whole buttermilk. Is that a deal? Baby bottles, glass baby bottles, right? With my picture on it or the picture of Desiree on it. Our little yeah, you know. Uh, no, that's not a bad idea though. Glass baby bottles. Amen. Well, Alice, Michelle, thank y'all so much for taking this time. Thank you for all y'all do in the community. And uh, we'll be looking forward to uh, getting the golf tournament back going in some time in the near future. And, and the pudding. And the pudding. pudding. Is, is so far, the Christmas pudding is still going to be what it is. It's going to be a live show at the Celebrity Theater. And unless they make us change it. If they make us change it, then we'll go virtual. But we're, we're going to have it. Fantastic. Thanks a million, y'all. America, you need a truck that works as hard as you do. You need a new Ford F-150. It is America's number one selling truck for the past 43 years in a row. Go get yourself a four-door F-150 Super Crew now for only $34.9. Romy just did. Went from an 08 to a uh, 19, 11-year upgrade. And that 08 had what, 297,000 miles on it? Yep. <laughs> Still, it, it's, a, it's a backup farm now, truck now, now. Now it's a ranch vehicle. Yeah, we're, we're going to see just how many miles we can get out of yeah, it. It, sure. it ain't done working yet. Sure. If you're not in a truck uh, or live in a situation you need one, you can lease a new Fusion. Uh, a 2020 Fusion for $199 a month. And on top of all this, a $500 off Home Depot gift card with the purchase or lease of any new Ford from America's number one Ford dealer. And they're still giving 72 months zero interest on approved credit through Ford Motor Company. How can you beat that? Folks, all this talk about Ford, Ford this, Ford that, Ford this, Ford that. If you're shopping Ford, which you should be, you should only be shopping at one place. Sanderson Ford, the only place the Romero family has bought a Ford in about 30 years. You'll thank me for this. Get over to Sanderson, get yourself a Ford. We've got our weekly to-do. It's something we cover in the third segment every 10 o'clock hour. 
Well, we unless we forget, which I do sometimes. <laughs> and it's a uh, the the point of the weekly to do is keep up with all the maintenance around your home, castle, or cabin, so it doesn't pile up. It's a lot easier to manage it to do with one or two things on it than one or two years of backed up to dos on it. And today we're talking uh, with Arizona Chimney Sweep, who's joining us in studio. Becky, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. And we're talking about cleaning that chimney. There are still wood-burning fireplaces that uh, are in Maricopa County. You can't build a new one, but there's still plenty of ones that live. And, you know, we're a statewide broadcast, and up in the mountains, people that live in uh, Flagstaff or have homes up Munns Park or that area, you know, this would all apply occasionally. You've got to do something about that chimney. Especially if you're going to burn it. So there is still a lot of wood-burning fireplaces in the valley. Uh, people that have older houses have been grandfathered into the current regulations. Uh, they can still burn their fireplace as long as they respect the no-burn days. People ask me occasionally, not very often, can I clean the chimney myself? I said, why would you do that? It's a very messy <laughs> well, yeah. job. I said, you're you're going to ruin and close more than it's going to cost you to call Becky and have it done professionally. <laughs> That's right, because your professional knows how to do it without making a mess. Um, we and can, it is messy. Uh, soot is very light. So when you disturb it, it just floats out into the atmosphere um, just like air. So it can go, it can travel into your living room and get in your carpets your walls. Uh, so yeah, leave it up to a professional. We use only professional grade equipment. We have a, a high powered HEPA vacuum that controls all the dust, soot, and debris that we're stirring up when we're cleaning your chimney. And there's so much more to it, Becky, than just cleaning it, right? You, you guys can put an eye on it that a homeowner wouldn't know what they were looking for as far as keeping it safe and in good working order. That's correct. Yes, you. The most important thing about a chimney cleaning and having a chimney professional come to your home is to do a thorough inspection. Uh, we're going to check over your fireplace to make sure it is visibly sound. Uh, we check your mortar joints, your damper, your flue cap, your crown, uh, basically top to bottom. I hope you. Double check everyone's spark arrester, that's, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's correct. You want to make sure you have Man. a spark arrester. Oh gosh! It's uh, it helps to control the sparks from floating out onto combustible materials outside of the fireplace, which ignites and then can ignite your home on fire. Um, as we were just talking about the the forest fires right. and the brush fires, um, everything is ignited by a spark, a cigarette, something. So when you're burning your fireplace, uh, sparks are your worst enemies. Um, if your fireplace is extremely dirty, uh, and possibly not even extremely dirty, but just has a layer of soot, which is called creosote in a fireplace, uh, lining the chimney walls, it can catch on fire, and then in turn, it gets so hot it can burst the chimney out into the attic, which then can catch the rest of your house on fire. And the efficiency of a fireplace is so dependent, particularly the older ones, the masonry ones, are so dependent on the mason that constructed it. And I've dealt with homeowners in the older homes, grandfathered homes that still burn wood, and they say my house always smells like smoke 
you know, in the fall. I said, well, when's the last time you had your chimney clean? I mean, it backdrafts, and if that chimney has got 15 years of creosote accumulation. It's going to smell. It's going to smell. <laughs> now, how often, now down here on the desert floor, um, you know, we may, we may burn 15 days a year. How often would you realistically tell a homeowner they should have their fireplace clean on the valley floor? Yes. Um, it's much easier if you're buying your wood by like the half cord um, because then once that pile is gone, you know you definitely need to have it clean. There you go. Okay. But um, a lot of people burn dura flames, dura logs, the presto logs, the fake logs, and they're hard to keep track of. You just don't know how many boxes you've gone through. <laughs> That's right. Um, so, you know, if there's any signs... You definitely want to call us, but um, I would say on average, if you haven't had your chimney checked within about five years, you should really have us probably out. Unless you do burn a lot, then you definitely want to have it done more often. I, I tell people that the warmest thing about real firewood is chopping it. <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think that, too many people it, chop them here yeah, in that, the But that's the, warmest, <laughs> that's the warmest you can get around firewood. I actually, I default it. Uh, my home built in the mid-60s, grandfathered into two wood-burning fireplaces, one in the master bedroom, one in the kitchen. I gas-converted, gas logs. They got so realistic, and it got so easy. And you're not stacking the firewood that's creating a, a bug infestation. How often should the gas fireplaces be looked at? The gas fireplaces uh, still burn what puts a lot of carbon into your chimney flue and your artificial logs. So honestly, when your fireplace does start to look dirty and you're just like, okay, those logs, I can't even see the log anymore. They're covered in carbon. You should have us out to take a look at it and get it cleaned up. The worst enemy of a gas fireplace is that it could uh, be restricted on the flue top. Uh, where possibly a bird has nested. Um, you want to make sure you do have a chimney cap up there, again, even for a gas fireplace, because that keeps the birds from nesting and actually falling down the chimney. Uh, birds or dead birds are probably the number one thing we find in fireplaces. Okay. <laughs> I would have not guessed that. Yeah. Uh, how many helium balloons have you found in fireplaces? <laughs> this, was a, this was a horror story you told me yesterday. Yes, yeah, so we did find, uh, I had a customer call us out and say her gas fireplace, every time she burned it, she was feeling like she smelled a lot of gas. And you should not be smelling gas inside your home. Uh, so we went out, did an inspection, and come to find out there was a helium balloon clogged up in the top of her cap uh, from... <laughs> a birthday party that she had prior just a few weeks earlier. So somehow or another, that helium balloon found its way into the chimney and up to the top of the cap, which then totally had it air-restricted 100%. So. All right, Miss Becky, chimney cleaning is what you have done historically for a long, long time. Yep, since 1985. But you've expanded your services. We have. So shortly after, we added dryer vent cleaning, and now we are also doing air duct cleaning and sanitizing. How would someone get a hold of you? Well, you can certainly call me. My number is 
3218, and that's the Arizona Chimney and Air Ducts. And I believe you're offering a little Rosie on the House listener special. We are. Uh, through the month of September, we are going, we have a current coupon for 25 off, but we are going to double that coupon for all the listeners. So you're going to get $50 off our current pricing on all three services. Yeah. And if I call you to come out and take a look at a chimney that hasn't been looked at in three or four or five years, there's no reason why you're there. We can't get the dryer vent cleaned out and take a look at the ductwork and determine does it need to be cleaned out very true we uh if you call us out for one service um we always offer a free inspection on the other services if you're just not really sure it needs it miss becky from arizona chimney and air ducts rosie certified chimney sweep duct cleaner lint um dryer uh lint uh, vent cleaner yep. uh, available again at what phone number 602-439-3218 and that website it's arizona chimney sweep.com dirty job but somebody's <laughs> got to do it that's right and we've been doing it for over 35 years and we'll be happy to take care of any chimney if you want to call me how long does it take to train a chimney sweep you know i i you are actually in training forever. <laughs> I met, you know, the, the, I have guys that have been doing it for a very long time, and there's always something new. There's always something you're going to come across that you've never seen before. So it's, it's, a, it's just something that you never can get enough training for. There's always new things out there that you're going to come across. When I'm on the roof as a chimney sweep in training and you tie a rope around my foot and stuff my head down the fire, but I'm going to reconsider my career. <laughs> Good thing that they did that. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all do everything from, uh, well, not everything, but the majority of the work is you dust protect the inside of the house, soot protect the inside. Most of the work is done from outside up on top of the roof. Uh, it can vary. It can be 50-50. Um, we do also need to sweep from the bottom up on many fireplaces. Uh, but I would say the majority of them, yes, you do go from the roof down. But there's a lot of prefabricated fireplaces out there. They're the metal, yeah, smaller sure. fireplaces. You do need to be careful with those when you're burning them. Please don't try to light bonfires in those. They're not meant to have a big fire. Uh, but uh, they do need to be swept. And this is what the industry called zero clearance they fireplaces. They zero clearance fireplaces, prefabricated fireplaces, yes. Yeah, that's when we lost all the good masons that knew that's, how to build a smoke chamber and a, and a, a good man, mantle and hearth. It's very true. Yeah, they're hard to find today. They, yeah. Yes, they are very hard, yeah. very hard. Yeah. All right, so you're doubling your current coupon for Rosie on the House listeners. And they would access that offer by dialing what number? 602-439-3218. And my name is Becky. I'm the owner of the Arizona Chimney and Air Ducts. And you will talk to me. I am the call screener and call answer on that line. Paul writes into Rosie on the house this week and wants to know if we could settle a quote. He puts this in quote discussion 
my wife and I Uh-oh. have about once a month, and it's Uh-oh. about our air conditioning filters. We've heard you recommend cheap ones, um, and we've been doing the ones for about a buck, and I found some 3M filters that are thicker than the other ones. Can I leave those in for three months? I uh, also found about 10 of the same kind of bulk. What would you say? Should we go with the small, cheap dollar ones or upgrade? Well, I don't know that we've ever recommended the cheap ones unless you just needed the air. We've yeah. always, Filtreat is a good brand, and I think that is the one 3M makes. Yep. And it's paper pleated. One inch paper pleated. The, the dollar ones don't catch enough, and the super thick ones Catch too much. Catch too much. <laughs> so paper pleated, they usually cost three, four, five dollars. Um, and our caveat on that is for years, we were installing two smaller return airs on the air conditioning equipment. So if your unit is starving for air, you have to go to the cheap ones. So if your unit comes on with a one inch paper pleated filter in place and you hear air whistling into the return, then you're going to, you, you have to go to the cheap ones, but don't go to those unless you have to. One inch paper pleated filters changed and, once a month. In our last hour, we were talking about the dark sky communities and a listener wrote in and said, you know, Fountain Hills got named the 17th international dark sky community. Oh, So I awesome. guess we've got, if there's seven, I'll have to look in this further, but if Flagstaff one, Tucson one and Fountain Hill, do we have three of the... Uh, of the 17 dark sky communities in Arizona? Carter Caverns, I believe. How many more? How big of a Let's community do you have to yeah. have? So yeah. that'll make a fun follow-up for next All week. Right. Yeah. And I don't know what to say about this, but this is interesting. Our number one selling product on our e-store is the puncture-proof gloves by Thorn Armor. Yes. Hex Armor. Yes. Hex Armor makes the Thorn Armor puncture-proof gloves, and we use them a lot for... You know, when you're trimming mesquites or palaverdes, harvesting prickly pear, prickly pear fruit for Jennifer. We got succulent pear cactus. We sent two this week to opposite ends of the U.S. One, and I gotta say this right, and I'm, I know I'm not going to. Um, I S S A Q U A H, Asuka, Washington, Issaquah, Issaquah, so Washington. That's not far from Seattle. No. And we just sold another one this morning to Rochester, New York. Did you see how bad that got torn up last night? Mm-hmm. So are these people picking up riot debris, ordering th- I don't these know. hex armor gloves? We're going to have to reach out to those buyers. We usually don't say anything. We just send them. But my curious mind wants to know what, what in these two communities that don't aren't known for cactus or mesquite-type thorn. Oh, man ordering these puncture-proof gloves for? I think they glow a lot of roses up north. Maybe. Let's assume it's roses, not <laughs> protesters. <laughs> Peace, I, peaceful protesters. I would certainly hope so. <laughs> All right, your takeaways for today's broadcast. We had a great uh, great Farm Fresh hour. Copperstarbeef.com, baby. If you're looking for follow-up information as we talk through this, everything's been posted on Facebook. You can find Copper Star Beef. You can find Becky's Chimney uh, Sweep coupon uh, contact information. So it's always a good thing to check out Facebook for us. Alice Cooper's Chocolate Melt from Dan's Eisen Dairies, available in commercial grocery stores now. 
pretty much statewide. Mm-hmm. You can order the collector bottle anywhere in the world, but it goes to support Alice's neighborhood ministry here in Phoenix called Solid Rock Foundation, where youth, teenagers, can walk in for free. It's a complete sound studio and pick up an instrument and and have at it, as if well as want, learn art and dancing. And Go ahead. Gary. I was going to say, if you want just the bottle, com. But then you'd be missing out on a great glass of chocolate milk. Yeah, too it bad. Is, it is good chocolate milk. Too bad England and Germany, because he has a huge following there. <laughs> we talked a lot about security lighting and outdoor lighting. And in this hour, we've talked about soot odor elimination uh, by Kowalski Construction. If your home is experiencing the smell of soot because you're close to one of the incident fires all across the state of Arizona right now, they kind of coached us as to how we could solve that for you. And then we have Miss Becky, who's still here in the studio this morning, giving the chimney sweep, duct cleaning, and dryer uh, lint cleaning special. Go ahead and give that out again one more time with the phone number. All right. So we are doubling our current coupon, which is 25 off to make it $50 off on any one of our services. So you can do just the chimney or just a dryer vent. Just an air duct, or you can do all three, and you'll get the $50 off of each one of them. Uh, my phone number to the Arizona Chimney and Air Ducts is 602-439-3218, and I'd love to talk to you. Miss Becky, thanks a million for coming in. Thank it's, you. Miss Stephanie, you too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. If you are in need of anything getting done around your house, home, castle, or cabin, We're here for you. We're ending today's broadcast, but the website stays up all the time. Our phone at the office answers all week long. Let us hear from you. Let us hear how we can help you. Tell us what we have to do to become your best friend. Signing off for this week, I'm Rosie Romero from my house, Rosie on the House.